Hi, friends. Thank you so much for being here. I'm thrilled and in gratitude for you listening, for your support and taking the time to listen to my episodes. Today, I want to dive in about our home, the space that we live in, and how we can keep it organized and uncluttered. Let's dive in. Hi, friends. If you feel depleted and at times overwhelmed, searching for more, if you want to reclaim your voice, peace, and power, this show is for you. I'm Evelyn Glick. I love fashion, interior design, and spicy foods. I'm obsessed with personal development and human behavior. Here, I'll be discussing mindset, relationships, lifestyle, and so much more. I believe to live an empowered life, We must crush those limiting beliefs holding us back from stepping into our fabulousness because playing small doesn't serve anyone. Our home is our sanctuary. We know it's the place that we look forward to going after a long, stressful, busy day. That is why it's so important to take care of it. And it has more than the obvious functions. It's where we decompress and recharge. Whether we like it or not, How we keep our house is a reflection of who we are. It communicates our style, our personality, and our spirit. I think it's similar to how we dress. It's an extension of us and how we feel about ourselves. Our environment also affects how we feel. And that's why it's so important to keep our home the welcoming and comfortable place that we need it to be. Let's face it, clutter isn't welcoming. Clutter is a visual distraction and When it gets out of hand, adds to our stress and overwhelm. This is why I wanted to address this on today's show. It has been proven that our environment creates emotions. Imagine right now walking into a gorgeous hotel lobby or a beautiful restaurant or spa. From the colors used, the furniture placement, or the way the place smells, it evokes a certain feeling. The spa in particular it will likely be designed to give us a sense of peacefulness. If we walk into a hotel room, we all expect, at the very least, for it to be clean. No sign of clutter or mess whatsoever. If we see papers, tissues, stuff on the floors, or anything that's not clean, we immediately would demand a different room. So I ask you this, why would we live any differently? Why do we spend hours making the house beautiful for visitors? will probably be there for a short period of time. Why should we allow our homes to be anything other than clean and neat for us, for the people actually living it? I am being real here. Mail comes in, the kids' toys, backpacks, plus all the gears from all the sports they are involved in, the books, the magazines, the bills, and I'm not even going to mention laundry. So for those listening, rolling your eyes, I know, I get it. Life is not a vacation or a day in a spa or a Pinterest post. I'm addressing real life. I'm asking, how can we live in a space that comforts us instead of overwhelming us? What can we do that's simple and maintainable? I'm going to suggest and share what has worked for me. I'm doing this along with you, figuring out how to best live and feel in my space. I want to clarify I'm not a minimalist, and I say that proudly and without shame. I'm not going to ask you to throw out most of what you own, and live with two cups or four plates. I'm also not a neat freak, but I realize how good, and I mean this with capital letters, how good it feels to walk into your home that is clean, organized, and beautiful. And by the way, this applies to any size home you're in. 
and easy keeping the house uncluttered. It takes time and it's not fun. Maybe it's fun if you're a professional organizer. Otherwise, nope, I'm sure there's a list of other things you'd rather do. But nothing you do in your home can be enjoyable if the house is a huge mess. I have to confess, I used to wait to clean up only once a week. It felt easier than doing it constantly. Some of you might still be doing this and feeling that's the best way that it works in your life. But I'm inviting you to do it differently. For the next couple of weeks, just try it and see how you do. The truth is, the busier you are, the more important it is to keep your house organized. It's very difficult to be productive among clutter. And even if you can afford a cleaning person or service, you still need to maintain it. Particularly during this past year when COVID and everyone in the house was there, I knew the mess was going to happen fairly quickly. This is why I needed to figure out how we can possibly live without feeling like slobs. Because if you have pets, kids, a husband, or the family members, it can get pretty messy in a blink of an eye. For me, visual clutter gives me a headache, increases my stress, and I cannot feel creative or productive. We all need to have that clarity and mental and physical space to enjoy our family and our home. So here are the simple solutions I use to keep my home clutter-free, at least most of the times. This first one is a pretty basic reminder. Make a habit to pick up as soon as you're done with any task or activity. The books and magazines you've read, put those back in a bookshelf, magazine rack, or a place like a cabinet, bin, or even a drawer. By the way, I'm a big believer in having a drawer in the kitchen designated for all these items. That way, they're out of plain sight. And ask your family members to do the same. The next one is only keep on your counters things that look nice. If you have a beautiful platter or a beautiful set of salt and pepper shakers, great. Otherwise, put them in the kitchen cabinets. The more things you have on the counters, the messier your place looks. Next is make a habit of taking a quick glance when you're leaving a room. If no other suggestion you take here, take this one and ask your family members to do the same. This is what I mean. When you leave a room, look back and see if you have left anything behind. What did you bring into this space that doesn't belong here and you have to bring back to its original space? I'll give you an example. I carry my water bottle all around the house and also my cell phone. I used to misplace my headphones all the time. By taking a glance, you leave the room free of these items and you won't be wondering where you dropped those earbuds to. And this just takes a couple of minutes. I learned this the hard way. Also, fold those blankets and fluff those pillows when you're done with the living room. My next suggestion is baskets. They are your best friend. Choose attractive ones to have in your living room or under a console table near the door. Also, look into benches. We have a bench by the door that has a place for shoes, too. Google benches with storage and you'll see a whole bunch of really cute ones. Shoes are filthy. It's a good idea to keep them by the door, too. If that doesn't work for your entrance or it's not your style, how about a console table or even a cabinet? If you have room in your hallway or foyer, some of them can be so beautiful. You can add decorative boxes or bowls for keys as you enter the house, and they can work for mail, too. It's great having these multifunctional furniture items to maintain the house organized. The next tip is minimize the patterns and decorative items on display. Yep, just because you love pillows doesn't mean you need an, an overabundance of them. If you love patterns, try to limit to one or two different ones, particularly in small spaces. 
Having several patterns that are big and colorful in one specific room can be just too visually much. We can create visual space and a sense of spaciousness, even in small rooms, when you can let the eye rest. We can make a nice impact with one or two bold colors. It doesn't need to be everywhere. Family photos. I believe it's nice to have a designated area for these things. A wall of family pictures is wonderful and can look very classy. It makes a great statement, too. A console table can have a set of pictures. That would be lovely. But beware of the multitude of items on every corner of your house and on every table. As a rule of thumb, when decorating, a set of three is lovely. More can look too busy and even cluttered. Remember, the eye needs to rest. Now let's discuss the papers. Yikes. Sort your mail daily and have a designated day to make and write your bills. Most of us are already doing bills online, but it seems like an overabundance of mail continues to come in. See if you still need all those subscriptions and narrow down the flow of incoming papers if possible. My next tip is, and I'm sure you've heard it before, have a place for everything. If it's floating from one room to another, it's likely to get lost or misplaced. I'm thinking of phone chargers or devices. Let's have a set place like a charging station designated for these areas. Or even that drawer I mentioned before. It can be a drawer in a central place where everyone knows the charges and electronics are kept in. It will save you time later. Next suggestion, let's discuss the bathroom briefly. I like keeping my hamper there. Wipe counters and keep those towels open to dry. Like in the kitchen, minimal things on the counters, please. You don't need your creams and all your dental supplies out to be seen. If you must, get a nice glass container for these items or put them in the cabinet whenever possible. Also, keep disinfecting wipes under the sinks for easy and quick cleanups. To keep your place smelling great, there are a lot of choices. Candles, of course, reed diffuser, or plug-in scents. There's a tip here. Add a few drops of essential oil to the bottom of your waste paper basket or your garbage cans. It'll make a huge difference. One thing that my grandmother used to do is she would boil water with a stick of cinnamon or some lemon peel. Your house will smell amazing and clean and is non-toxic. For bedrooms, please make your bed daily. Don't overthink this one. Get out of bed and just do it. Make this a habit. It takes three minutes, but your room automatically looks put together. On this note, put clothes where they belong. Whatever goes in the hamper and whatever goes back in the closet or drawer. By the way, a quick note on drawers. Fold before you put things away. It's one of those things that continues to pile up when you don't do it routinely. Before you know it, it's a huge mess and you can't find anything in those drawers. And make it a habit to once a week just quickly organize them because it is one of those things that need maintenance. My last advice is ask for help. You're not the only person living in this house. Everyone should pick up after themselves. Set certain tasks for each member of the family if necessary. That might just make it easier. It's about cooperating and helping each other so that we can live in a cleaner space. Lastly, set a day of the week to do a thorough cleaning on the floors, kitchen, and bathrooms. Since you have already maintained it throughout the week, it would be easier to tackle this. I want to add before wrapping up Be intentional about what you buy, what you bring into your home, and why. Ask yourself, how would this item enhance my space? Will it ease my life and increase comfort? Will it have a good amount of usage? 
or will it sit in a cupboard for months? Every item in the house needs to have beauty, purpose, and a place. That is all for now. I could have made this episode much longer, but I know your time is valuable. I hope you found this helpful. If you did, please share it with a friend. I would love it if you share what has helped you keep your house clutter-free. Our environment affects our behavior, emotions, and motivation, and of course, our productivity. Let's keep our homes a safe haven that is meant to be. What can you remove, improve, or add to your daily habits to create a more organized home? I want you to think about that. Sending big hugs of appreciation for your precious time. Till next week. Bye now.